0: Maseches Brachos, Perek Gimel, Mishne This is the last mission of the Perak, and it returns one more time to discuss of Ezra, the rules that Ezra put in place. The one who is a bal keri, who had a seminal mission, is required to first immerse himself in a mikvah prior to saying the and Piktusha, reciting the qidushma, etc. Now, now the topic of the mission of the Mishnah specifically is the question of if one is in a state of tumah such that even if he goes to the mikvah, it won't relieve him of being Tameh. He'll still be Tameh for some extraneous secondary source of Tumah. Is he still required to go to the mikvah because of Takanis Ezra? Now, to understand this mission properly, one has to understand first and foremost that Takanis Ezra applies both to men and to women. That is to say, just as if a man has a seminal emission, he must go to the mikvah before reciting words of Torah, so too a woman who has a seminal omission after having been with her husband, also must go to the mikvah before saying the to of HaKadusha. That being the case, the mission will discuss now two different categories of people who are Tame and have a Tumah that persists, let's say, for a seven-day period, such that even going to the mikvah in the middle of that seven-day period will not alleviate the Tumah. The person remains Tame, um, and therefore the question is, is there any points or is there any requirement to go into Ezra to go to the mikvah after having a seminal emission, when in any case the tumult will persist, the mission therefore says zav shira akari. If a person were a zav, that's a man who has a emission a zav emission, no translation in English for that. Um, if he actually has a, two of these um, separate times, then he becomes now a zav for seven days. He has a zav status and he's tummy for seven days. If while in that status shira akari, he has a seminal emission. The question is, must he go to the mikvah, even though he'll still be tummy as a zab after going to the mikvah? And similarly, the second question raised is the case of the nida, a woman who is a nida, that is, say, she's menstruating. And once she starts to menstruate for the next seven days, she's tamayah. She's in a state of tumah. If, let's say, for argument's sake, prior to the onset of her menses, she slept with her husband. And now, now she's become to menstruate. And now she's palat to She emits some semen. She now, Techanas Ezra only would require her to go to the mikvah. The question is now going to the mikvah for the omission. won't help the fact that she will remain tummy because she still in need for those seven days. And the third case is the other way around. What would happen if first she had been a mishamesha? She's a woman who slept with her husband. And that alone would require her to go to the mikvah as per Techanas Ezra. But she didn't. And before she actually went to the mikvah, even though she could have, Shara Anida, she begins to menstruate. Now, once again, since now she's begun going to menstruate, for the next seven days, she'll be to and the Mikvah won't help. The question, therefore, is, must she still or he still go to the Mikvah because of Tekhanas Ezra? The answer is yes. Shemisha and Tevila, they must still go to the Mikvah, according to the Tanakama, who assumes that Tekhanas Ezra is still in place. Rebbe Huda Poter, Rebbe Huda disagrees, he says in such a case, that the tevilah, the immersion in the Mikvah, will have no effect on removing the Tumah. Ezra never intended that one would have to go to the Mikvah, and therefore, he exempts the, both the man who's a Zav, but the woman who is a from going to Mikvah after emitting semen before saying the Varmashvay